Flo, are you on the dating apps? I still am because my therapist is forcing me to go on these. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of, Have, of Hello and Bye. I'm Liana. I'm Jared. It's late at night. It's late. And that intro just told you exactly what time it is. <laughs> so we're actually recording a little bit earlier than we normally do because Jared, you're off to Cancun. Cancun. Yes. Uh, apparently a very rainy Cancun, but we'll yeah. see. But then my friend said that it's actually not as rainy on the beach where we'll be who I don't know. I'm going to a destination okay. wedding <gasps> and, and it's, uh, so this is an interesting thing, like going to the destination wedding solo. And I don't believe there's going to be like a lot of like single women there, but I'm also going to be at this resort. So who knows? Mm. Well, I thought you're still no nutting. <laughs> maybe maybe that doesn't count internationally yeah exactly it's, yeah, yeah 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 definitely if you're like yeah. outside of the time zone it doesn't get no i mean yeah. obviously like <laughs> i'm not going down there to like try to hook up to be honest with you i'm sort of like excited about the idea of it being raining because i'm like ooh, can that does that mean i can like work out and meditate and like watch movies in my room and then just eat really good food and like that's what i do for like three days and like maybe get some beach time if the sun comes out like that sounds so wonderful to me maybe you need to move to the woods and <laughs> i think um, you're right i think i'm losing <laughs> i think i'm losing my shit. i think i'm turning into a weird crazy like recluse or something who knows well, it, it's interesting. I think you, I, I have some thoughts on it that maybe we could talk about later, but I, I, I was thinking about you and all of your, your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that later. But um, so we have a great guest on the show today. Her name is Glow and we met her because of the podcast we went on, the Kava Club podcast. She was the other guest with us and she's great. She's also a feminist. She's so funny. She is a rising TikToker. And um, she tells one of the funniest stories that has ever been told on this podcast. Yeah. And like she was great because she was like just real and vulnerable and like who she was and like fun and smart and funny. So it's a super yeah, fun. Yeah, you guys are gonna sure. love it. Make sure you yeah. get to the end of the interview. <laughs> That's when the story comes up. So make it all the way there. Um, just some housekeeping stuff. If you want to become a Patreone, you can head over to yes. the Patreon. <laughs> Which, by um, the way, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to decide on the correct spelling of Patreone. Okay, point. I'll tell you exactly what it is. It's P A P A T R E O N I E. Ooh, with an I-E? Mm-hmm. Interesting, not just an I. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Patreon-y. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I love that we're both like half delirious. <laughs> we're right delusional. Yeah. Um, okay, so go to www.patreon.com slash hello and go podcast. Um, I am also kind of, I mean, I, I, I kind of hate to tease this because 
I want it to happen, but I don't, I, I, I'm not good enough at this yet. Maybe someone can help me, but I am in the process of creating a Christmas mug that you guys can purchase that says hello and goodbye. Ho, ho holes. <laughs> so you've decided that we're going to foray back into making merch and that this is the, is yes. the, the real winning item for the Yes. Yeah. But I'm going to go the through hottest, a company. <laughs> the, 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 the hottest item of the 2021 holiday season is the hello and goodbye. Oh. Ho ho holes, mom. <laughs> Honestly, if you're not buying it for yourself and all your friends as a stocking stuffer, then what are you doing? Yeah. And by if you're not buying it, I mean when and if it ever becomes available. <laughs> That's true, by the way. Also, doing this, trying to do this in time for the holiday season when it is I know, like almost I know. December. Yeah. Well, I, I think I may have figured it out. I put some polls up on Instagram. So I'm going to try and have it out there by the time of this episode. Can I can I ask you a question since holiday season has come up? Where yeah. do you stand on like when is the appropriate time for radio stations and stores to start playing Christmas music? <sighs> like December 1st. Okay. I agree I got in my car and like accidentally when you and I have talked about this, when you unplug your phone yes. from your like Apple it's car, so play annoying. And the radio station, radio plays. station. Yeah. And it was holiday music. And this happened to me today, like in the middle of like a busy, stressful day. And I wanted to kill someone. I think it was like, <laughs> I might've yelled like fuck off to no one in my car. Well, here's the thing. As a piano teacher, my piano students start playing Christmas music in September to get oh, ready boy. for the December recital. And growing up as my mom is a piano teacher, and then I was in the church plays and, and all of the Christmas productions. So Christmas music is ruined for me mm. forever. Do you, do you have a favorite Christmas carol? So I love Oh Holy Night. I think it's just mm. so classic and beautiful. Um, I think Silent Night's really pretty. I, uh, I've always been partial to The Little Drummer Boy. And of course you have. I don't know why. Uh, and do Is you that hear the boy you're going to become when you go to the woods? You're going to find me like 40 years from now with this like long beard the, and like with a little, like wearing a little drummer boy outfit. Like filthy and crazy. What was the second one? I didn't hear it. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, do you hear what I hear? That's the guy. My singing voice is still not back yet. Remember, that was I was pretty having, good. Like, I liked it. It was like a little smoky. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. great. Um, okay. So last thing is rate and review. We've got a review contest going. It's we're going to go till January 1st. So submit a review. Um, so far, my favorite review that was submitted says good one. Hey, <laughs> love Short it. Sweet baby. Thank Let's go. you. It was awesome. Um, okay. So head over there, share with a friend. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks okay. for so all the it's support. Been like, it's been like maybe four days since we last recorded the intro. Yeah. So not a lot has happened. Okay. Um, but I have something. I don't think I know what your middle name is. Oh, fascinating. Can you, because I feel like maybe, I feel like maybe you've told me before and maybe I just forgot, but can you give me like a hint? Is it Eugene? 
No, <laughs> <laughs> that's your hint, not Eugene. Uh, I think I have told you before. I uh, don't tell, don't just say it. Don't just say it. Give me a hint. Do you want or me to at tell least you the what first it letter. starts with. Yeah, first letter. It starts with a W. Oh, you have told me before. Because yeah, not- my 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 Gmail. Oh, I I don't want to tell you one of my emails. Oh yeah, J W Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now is everyone it has Willem? my email address. <laughs> is it is it what? <laughs> is it Willem? <laughs> Willem. Willem Wortherton Worthington Werther. It's not. Um, it's not Willem. It's, it's not I, Will I, William. It is William. It's William. Yes, it's William. I did not know that. Yeah. Because my dad's name is William. My dad's middle name is also William. Wow. Here we had this in common this whole time. I know. And we didn't you know even what? know. I actually, I actually, you know, I should have really seized on that bonding opportunity <laughs> with your dad by being like, I am also William. You could bring you could bring it up now that we just put the two and two together. And by we, I mean me. Or maybe I'll be like, you know, because I always call your dad Bill and I'll be like, you know, Bill, I've always felt even more close to you because my middle name is also William. Like <laughs> and my dad, dad, knowing my dad, he'd probably be like, oh, cool. OK. All right. <laughs> Do you know what's interesting? My therapist's first name is also William and I call him Bill. Oh, my gosh. That is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can never be together with a William. Because there's Bill. just too many. There's Williams too many the Williams. Yeah. So universe, swat away the Williams. Okay. Okay. And your middle name is Joan, and my sister's middle name is Jean. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have some updates about that Please. guy. Oh, wait, which guy? So remember, he was the one that was like, I'm just not in the place where I can like pursue something right now. Um, And I was like, well, I want to be more than friends. And he's like, I like you, but I just can't do that. And so anyway, so we decided to kind of like, um, like stop there. And then there was like some reaching out. And because we both like each other and we want to be friends. And I was thinking like, I can play this cool. Like I can do this. And then mm-hmm. on our last episode, we talked about like, okay, wait, maybe I need to like, I need to set the, draw the line mm-hmm. and be like, well, hold on. I'm worth more than just being like a few conversations here or there or whatever. So um, there was some communication and I knew that communication was going to happen. It was kind of like, um, we just had something in common that we were going to talk yep. about. And, okay. um, and it turned very quickly kind of back into like how things were. And there was a little flirtation and I was kind of like trying to get him to be more flirty. And he was like standing strong. Um, and I was, t- I was talking to Allison, my friend who's been there with me, like every step of the way on this. And mm-hmm. she was like, Leanna, she's like, come on, like you can play this cool. Like you can let this be different than other situations you can show up as his friend like you don't have to like you know you can you can't I mean you can do it the other way too she's like but you have this option and I was like just went back and forth thinking like I do have this option like I can't play it cool I could just be his friend like I don't need 
you know, like I want to stay in contact with him. There's no expectation, all this stuff. Well, anyway, that lasted like a day. And then yeah. I was like, I, I, I was like, you know what? Because what would happen is when I would see his name on my phone, I would get this huge dopamine surge. Mm-hmm. And then when the conversation would end, it would just be this huge drop. And mm-hmm. it was just this roller coaster of me just wanting to talk to him and trying to figure out ways and everything that I said I wasn't going to do on the last episode. Um, so anyway, I, it was like midnight and I, I said, Hey, can you talk? And uh, we had, we've had some conversations in depth like this before I knew he he's a late nighter. So we, we got on the phone and I was just like, listen, I, I just, I'm not good at playing it cool. I'm just like, I'm not that girl. I can't do that. I said, I like you. I want to see you. I want to date you. I want to talk to in a place that builds something with us. And I'm assuming you're still not in that place. (laughs) So I need to like draw the line. And if you decide that you want something with me or you come this way and you want to meet, like, let me know. But like, I just can't, I got to cut it like clean cut. Mm -hmm. And he was of course, like so great and totally understood and like was very reassuring like you're such a great person like of course i wish that i could do this right now and i just i know that i can't have to be true to what i told myself um and then there was like maybe a little bit of flirting ish stuff like without going there all the way and kind of like a (laughs) send-off um anyway so i thought maybe i'd wake up and i'd be really sad but I feel, I feel good. I feel in control. I feel like I made the right decision, at least for now. Um, and of course, like I, I also asked him, I said, you know, if you just change your mind about me and you meet someone or you decide you don't want to meet up when you come this way, like, just let me know because I'm obviously excited and want to meet you. And so Mm. like, if if i never hear from you like that would be really disappointing and i don't think he's the type of guy that would do that anyway but he was like of course like i'll be in contact with you i'll give you a call or text you or whatever so anyway wow well i am happy for you i'm glad you're feeling good about it i am glad you had a fun like sort of sex positive (laughs) uh interaction yeah it, I mean, it's also funny because that you just, that was, that's like the definition of like a mixed message. What do you mean? You're like, Hey, we really, I can't be this like connected and vulnerable and still talking and flirting, like need to be done. And he's like, totally understand. <laughs> like, now that, now that we got that out of the way of me cutting off contact with you. Let's sex with each other. This is totally normal. (laughs) Yeah. And I see, that's what I dig is that you feel really like empowered of like, I said that the boundary that was right for myself, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's awesome. And I think like, who's to say, you know, like that, like a sort of send off like that, you know, I like, I think about it. Like, I think most of the time, like, having like sex with your ex like one last time is like almost always a bad idea Mm -hmm. but not always a bad idea like i had a relationship with someone who like when it ended we were both like in the same town and she was like we should have sex again and i was like 
no, we shouldn't. Like, that's a terrible idea. And then like a couple months later, I was like, we should have sex again. And then we did have sex again. And then it was fun and fine. And like, I somehow weirdly, I think we both felt better. Interesting. And, and we're still friends. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it was fun. And I mean, he, I mean, this isn't like, I wouldn't say he's an ex, you know, like this was like, yes, no, no, I know. I'm just saying like, talking that's, yes. and yeah. So anyway, yeah. but I feel good about it. Good for you. Yeah. Um, by the way, I think I've decided that we're going to do a whole episode on sexting. Oh, interesting. We'll have to talk about this. Yeah. Cause I yeah. like the one, the one idea, I don't even want to say it out loud, but it's like, would would we pull up old sexting conversations that we've had and like like with no. other not like yeah yeah no I have an idea but you guys stay tuned because I've been getting some requests for sexting uh, advice oh this is your next like tutorial in like yes. you yes. so first there was the hand job tutorial if people haven't seen on TikTok now there's the uh, helping people to not be bad kissers tutorial. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, I'm finally my I had a bunch of videos like flagged and I'm finally up and running again on TikTok. So anyway, but yes, there's a how to teach someone how to kiss if they're a bad kisser tutorial. So go check it out. Nice. Leanna Joan on TikTok. That's your middle. Name. All right. So is there anything else you want to say, friend, before you leave for Cancun? No, no okay. let's uh, enjoy this interview. And uh, yeah. Okay. Just a small town girl living in a lonely world. She's looking for love in a city where it seems like it doesn't exist. She's an mm. up and coming TikToker sharing her shit show of a journey through the dating life in LA. Please welcome Glow Stick. I love that intro. Who came up with that? Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> I am such a clever little girl. You, oh, um, you did really well with that. I love it. Yeah. Well, how are you guys doing? We're doing amazing. So let me give the listeners a little background of how we know you. So we, we talk about on the pod, we've talked about a few times. We were on Will Cousy's podcast, the Kava Club podcast, and you were there with us and you were on team feminism <laughs> <laughs> and we just fell in love with you because you're so kind and so sweet and so smart and we just wanted to have you on because we want to hear about you so give us like a little maybe a quick bio of like who you are what makes you you and why you're where you are today Okay, um, a little background about me. I am just a regular schmegular girl, nothing <laughs> special except for my crazy experiences. But I just work a nine to five job as a marketing manager. Um, and then on my free time, I like to get loose, have a little bit of fun. The fun usually leads to crazy adventures and stories. And so I decided to share my stories on TikTok. And I'm guessing that's how Will found me. And then it led me to you guys. And I feel like it was destined to me because I feel like we think alike and we have very similar experiences. So very thankful for that. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, it's interesting because when I started the podcast, Glow, one of the reasons I started it is because I had all these crazy stories that I needed to, like, share you know, because like, it's insane what we deal with in the dating world now. I know there's just 
too much that goes into it and I've been struggling. I feel like I've been struggling even before like social media came in. Like mm. <laughs> just I feel like this whole entire new generation, we just have way too many options and it's just like on to the next one. So we're having like crazy experience after crazy experience. And I think out of all my friends and people that I talk to, I probably have the craziest one. So they're always asking me to share my story. So I was like, let me share it with the world and see what happens. I love that. That's awesome. Like, so what has the like response been like? And like, what, like, do you feel like you've learned or gained anything from like sharing your story on TikTok in this way? I have definitely learned a lot. I thought that I was the only one that experienced these things, but come to find out there's a lot of, I don't want to say shitty men, but positions <laughs> 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 to get screwed over. And they're like, oh my God, I also experienced getting an STD from this dude that I just met. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I'm not the only one. <laughs> Oh my gosh, so funny. But there's a lot of men out there too that are very opinionated. When a girl speaks her mind, they always have something to say. So there's like good and bad. Like I'm learning from other people or other women, like they're going through the same things and we can kind of relate to that. And, but then there's men that just, like I had this one guy that blocked me and then I guess came back. And comment on one of my videos, and he's like, I dodged a bullet. And so I had to give him a little peace of mind and let him know that he didn't dodge a bullet because I dodged him. And yeah. that's why he blocked me. So I put wow. him on that. Yeah. Good you for you. Good in the bat. Yeah. So, okay. So, what is the current state of your dating life right now? The current state? Um, well, uh, <laughs> Right now, I kind of am just dating. Um, I've had like a little bit of struggle moving to LA and I kind of just feel like men only care about the way a woman looks. Mm -hmm. And so with my therapist, I've been talking to her and she's like, your viewpoint is just really skewed. So she's like, I want you to date as many people as possible to kind of change your train of thought or the way you think about men, especially in the city. And so I've been doing that and it kind of has changed. Like I'm realizing a lot of men kind of want a little bit more, but on the outside, that's what it seems like they want, but they are kind of like us in a way. And they do want some kind of emotional intimacy. So it has changed my viewpoint a little bit, but I am still dating. I haven't found the one yet. So we're still having those crazy experiences, even though I am learning. I really like that though, because I think, I like that your therapist gave you that advice because there's a couple ways that it could go when you continue to have insane stories, like this guy that blocked you that then came back just to like tear you down. Like what a fucking asshole, you know? Yeah. And, um, but then that you're taking that and you're like, okay, I'm not going to let that bring me down. And I'm going to continue to go out there and date and like try and not lump everybody up into this belief that has been created because of how I've been treated. And that really, while men are visual creatures and like initially they have to kind of be like, yeah, I want to fuck them. You know, like as you get deeper and deeper, like they do want the intimacy part of it and they want to get to know you. And some men are just a little bit better about like 
toning that down. <laughs> yeah. Some men. <laughs> very few well, and it's also well and I, what i like too about like the way your therapist framed it is like if you're dating enough people that may actually like like uh like create the situation where you're you're saying yes to dates with people that you wouldn't have before mm -hmm. because the other thing right like we have all these dating coaches and relationship experts on and like they always say like you know like um well is that like all people or is that the people that you are choosing that are really doing that and and by you know like who was it that recently told us like oh this isn't this a jade thing like say yes to a second date yes sometimes yeah. even if the first date was like mm, i'm not mm -hmm. sure just say yes do it yeah yeah which yeah. i have yet to do <laughs> what's happening you don't want to go on a second date what's happening they're that bad um i have a hard time i just feel like my time is so valuable and if i'm bored or like the guy is way more into me than i'm into him i i feel so uncomfortable and i just do not want to be in that situation anymore and and it's to the point where like i feel anxiety about it i dread it like and so i feel like if i'm feeling that way like maybe it's not best to like force myself through it but maybe i should i don't know i don't know well, so like, I also have that problem. Like it uh, until recently, I could never go on a second date. because I'm like, uh, I didn't feel them. I don't want to waste it. And so my therapist was like, just force yourself to try it. And I don't know, she made me realize that I kind of have a problem where if a guy likes me, I think something's wrong with him. Mm. And so I won't go on the second date because I'm like, this is just wasting my time because something's obviously wrong with him and he likes me. So now I'm forcing myself to go out on these second dates and it's giving me a new perspective about them. I mean, I still, they still don't work out, but it's offered me like another viewpoint of who they are. So mm -hmm. I feel like we're, we're getting a little bit closer to me not thinking like automatically like, oh, they like me, something's wrong with them or what's going on through their head. I don't know. That's how I've been able to work through that problem. I think that's great. I think that's a great mindset. And it sounds like if you continue that mindset, like you're going to meet the right person in no time, because it's like, the truth is, is I keep hearing, I keep hearing this and I'm like, oh, I need to like learn this for myself. But like all these women that end up finding their partner, they're finding them who, and they're exactly opposite of what they typically go for. Hmm. you know and it's like it's the actual like nice guy and it's the guy that like is like maybe not the most attractive or maybe is like the nerdy guy but like he's the one that's like secure and like there and they have to like change their mindset and be like oh wait this is actually what i want so i need to somehow like train myself to be attracted to that because yeah. i think i think glow if you know, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think you and I are probably attracted to the the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the assholes. <laughs> well, and actually, so when, when you said what you just said a minute ago, Leanna, about like on the first date, either the guy likes you too much or you feel bored. Like one of the things I was just saying to a friend of mine is like, so I'm on a dating pause right now, but. It's been a long pause. Why? why okay, can I ask why are you on a pause? <laughs> um, 
Because I think like for me, I was I was just like playing the same pattern over and over. And I've actually like been in a really like fucking great, healthy place of like just kind of connecting to myself more and like not so and like. So let me let me let me step back and like also answer your question. Well, he's like, this is not about me right now. <laughs> no, but <laughs> well, I do no. want to know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, because so, so, but what I said to my friend recently is like, I'm like, I'm finding myself, you know, and just like women I encounter in the world, like being attracted to like healthy qualities in women for like the first time in my life. Oh, you know, and and I said like, um, like, what are those qualities you're attracted to? Just like, I think people that feel sort of secure and have a, a strong sense of themselves but aren't like it's not like an ego thing they have good boundaries you know so they're a little bit like you know they're like thoughtful and how they approach people and stuff like that and and i said to my friend if you know i've said i've been on dates with women like this before and they just felt like boring to me mm -hmm. like i was like oh like because i think because i'm a codependent like i think i have mm -hmm. i think we kind of all are in some ways like have this thing where like, and like, we're looking for like, we're like, oh, I don't feel like that spark. But what that spark is to someone like, like I was for a very long time is like this like romantic right off the bat intensity that is like not really real and just comes from like our own, like it was, it was like more trauma bonding stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. No, what I, yeah. What I realized is like through therapy, my, a therapist at the beginning of the pandemic, I decided to get a therapist because I was forced to just be by myself and I couldn't do my crazy, you know, just going out, partying, drinking, not being in touch with myself. And so whenever I went to, to quarantine, I was like, what is, what is this in my head? So I needed someone to talk to. And then I talked to my therapist and she's like, you kind of have bipolar tendencies. Like you have really high highs. And then after the high wears off, then you sink into like a deep depression. Mm. And so I realized that with like relationships, I'm looking for the highest high off the bat. And those are never going to work out. Like every guy that I've had the highest highs, um, I've also had the lowest lows with them and that's not healthy. So I'm trying to find a way to be okay with just being like in a stable partnership. And so that's what I'm working through right now. And throughout the pandemic, I was able to like stabilize myself where I don't need to go out and like have a raging weekend and then come back home and then be depressed. So I'm finally like in touch with myself. And so now I'm like learning how to incorporate that with another person. So mm. I think that yeah. was a struggle. That's awesome. Well, and like that, you know, what was interesting is like before I went on like a break from dating, I like pretty much stopped drinking because that was my thing forever too. Glow was like, cause I didn't like being in my own head. And so like every weekend, you know, every weekend it would be like, just like, like blow the doors off, like just out drinking at night with my friends, like start at brunch the next day, like, you know, whatever, like someone's got weed, like, let's do it. Like smoking cigarettes, like the whole thing. And like, it was just this roller coaster. And then during the week, it would be like all stress, like focus on work, like going for runs, drinking kale smoothie. It was, it was this really like binge and purge lifestyle, mm, which is what my friend called it. Yeah. Um, 
and like stepping off of that roller coaster first helped me getting like more like more connected to myself and then i realized like this kind of like compulsive like dating app behavior i was doing mm -hmm. was also like keeping me from like it wasn't making me happy and it wasn't like it was oh. kind of keeping me disconnected from myself mm -hmm. yeah that's interesting so that's why you took a break yeah it feels fucking great you should do I, it. you know i'm <laughs> i also have not been on the dating apps since like early september glow are you on the dating apps I still am because my therapist is forcing me to go on these. <laughs> I literally every single week, I'm like, I'm exhausted. And she's like, keep trying. And I'm like, I'm forcing myself. And I'm like, okay, let's go. But it's actually led to some great experiences. And I'm still learning a lot. And I feel like it's important. Like, it's kind of like going to school. <laughs> different people and their mindset and men are actually very interesting and i feel like i am like a very open person and so they are open towards me and so i'm getting like a different perspective from them and i actually really appreciate it. even though it's like not really romantic or anything i feel like <laughs> i kind of their free therapist and i'll make them better for the next person <laughs> i love that good for you so yeah. glow I, I have a question because you're absolutely stunning like you're so beautiful you're so yeah. sexy and poised. How do you deal with like, do you sleep with guys on the first date? Do you try and wait? Do you feel like they're really forward sexually? Like, how do you deal with that? Okay, so my mom kind of, I've always been like a little wild child. So, but my mom has always instilled in me, like <laughs> men are the worst. Don't ever give up your cookie too fast. So I have always waited a really long time because I need to figure men out before I can let them exchange their energy physically with me. So mm. I will wait a, a while in order to do that. But if I'm, <laughs> if I just want to have fun and I don't see anything with them, I will. Like I went to Vegas. I've never done this before, but I had a little bit of fun in Vegas. Sure. That's the only time, but I feel like it's, you have to go through that just to experience it. Yeah. But it's not meant for everyone. I don't think it's, I probably won't do it again, but it was fun for the time being. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you, I'm just curious, cause we talk about casual sex all the time. And while we both have had casual sex, it doesn't, we don't feel like it feels good. It just doesn't feel good. Did you yeah. feel good or did what were your feelings after your Las Vegas experience? After your one one night stand in Vegas. Yeah. Um, it was actually really sad for me because Aww. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really, I put out there that I'm very confident, but deep down, I feel like I'm kind of insecure. And so the person I ended up sleeping with, we went to a club the next day and he started like dancing with another girl who <sighs> had big fake tits and then like huge lips and i was like <laughs> the next day i was like looking at my plastic surgeon i'm like um do you think i could get like a boot job then i was like what am i doing Aww. and so that's why i was like i i can't do that mm. it's getting to my head and also why would i want to be with someone that likes to have sex with or like is using girls for i don't know just like body the, parts yeah yeah so, and then I was like thinking, that's another thing that I've had a problem with is like, men, I feel like are very visual. And so I'm like, I need to fix this about myself and this, but then I think about it. I'm like, 
girls literally insert plastic things into their bodies in order to attract a male or that's like what they think will attract them and then they have all these complications afterwards like they're injecting fat into their butts like and then my therapist helped me work through it and she's like why would you want someone who only values that like mm-hmm. there's more that like that that's an insecurity problem within men that they only value someone based on their looks and not who they are inside so that's what i've Mm. realized from that situation yeah and I think that's you know I think every girl has been there you know and it's so sad like first of all that guy that you know you hooked up with and then was dancing with another girl in front of you like fuck that guy like he's a fucking asshole I kind of I sometimes I blame myself because if I like a guy or I'm interested in them I kind of will this is a problem I have. I kind of will make them a little bit jealous. So before that, I was dancing with another guy, but this was at a different time. Oh. So, <laughs> up for failure. So, well, you know what? I mean, because I'm like, dang, he's playing the game. Yeah, better than. <laughs> so funny. Well, that's something to like talk with your therapist about. You know, yeah. of like kind of. But I mean, the truth is, is like this was Vegas. Like it probably wasn't going to be your forever person anyway, but you know, but how sad though that you, you know, like every, like I've recently been very insecure about my body, which is not, I've always, I mean, I've always had some insecurity. I had an eating disorder and, um, but I'm, I'm noticing, you know, lines on my face a little bit more. And I'm thinking about, you know, maybe I need a little filler in my smile lines. And, you know, I started getting Botox and I got a little filler in my lips. And like now, you know, I can't work out because I have like these injuries that are like chronic. And so then, you know, my muscles are getting a little bit less tight and it's, it is consuming because it's like, well, this guy that I'm then crushing on, like, Hey, what if, what what kind of girls is he interested in? Maybe he's interested in girls that don't have cellulite on their legs or like that, you know, they need like the face that doesn't have, like that doesn't look their age or, you know, and it's just, this, those thoughts are like really toxic and unfortunate. And it's like just part of like the society that we live in, especially in LA where it's like everyone looks the same. Yeah. And like, I've been going to the clubs lately and it's really sad to see them. Like they let a few girls in, then like one girl doesn't fit this image and then they cut them off. I'm like, that is wow. the saddest thing. Like imagine there was this one girl who was like, I didn't even think she was that big. And they like put the little um, gate thing on top of her and like, wouldn't let her. I'm like, do they not care about what they're doing? Like, it's really sad. Sometimes I struggle going out because I'm like, it's really, really hard being a girl here in LA. It's really, like, yeah. Even like go and have fun because you don't fit this perfect image. Well, and like girls who are bigger in size are still beautiful. And there's yeah. men out there that still are very attracted to that. And like the fact that we have a society that like shames women for their bodies looking different or their faces looking different is such a shame, you know? Yeah. I mean, I have struggled with that all my life. And recently I decided to get plastic surgery 
And it was a very small procedure. I just got like buccal fat removal. And I had complications from that. It's like something mm. so small. They just cu- cut open the inside of your mouth and take the fat out. So mm. it, like slims down your face. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm putting my body through all this stress for what reason? And then I was like, let me get lip injections. Mm-hmm. Got lip injections. They hit an artery in my lip. and it like cut off the circulation and she like freaked out their surgeon was like breaking out in hives and she's like i've done this for four years i don't know what happened and so she like dissolved it immediately and thank god because she said if i didn't get it dissolved my lip i would have to cut my lip off and like (gasps) the stuff that like (sighs) yeah i i have the craziest things and i think that's god's sign like saying why are you fucking with your body? Like just appreciate it for what it is. And so I've had these signs just back to back and I'm like, I, I should just appreciate myself, you know? So it's really hard, like literally to have our whole entire value just based on what we look like is really saddening. And then, Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like through therapy, I realized like, men also place our value women's value because having like something like a beautiful woman on their side also increases their ego so like we're both insecure in that yeah. way yeah absolutely yeah and i mean and that's the that, that's what i was going to say is like if you know both men and women do things to try to get external like like do things outside of themselves to try to like fix like feeling like they have self-worth and so for men, it's like, oh, if I can make more money or if I can have bigger muscles or I can fuck more women even, mm-hmm. right? Like if, if like women want me, then that might make me stop feeling like I'm a worthless piece mm-hmm. of shit, yeah. right? But it never works. There's this like, um, uh, like Buddhist saying or whatever. It's like trying to fill a cup with no bottom. Mm-hmm. Like if you, you know, if you're like looking things from the outside, you'll keep throwing them in and the cup will never get any more full. And it's sort of making that shift to like Mm -hmm. finding your worth, like internally, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. nothing outside of myself, no like promotion at work or someone telling me I'm great or how hot I am or whatever. It's like, it has to come from the inside. Thank you so much for being so vulnerable about that. Because I think, I think a lot of women hide what they do to themselves because they want everybody to think like it's natural, but like, let's just be honest and open about it. Like if you're going to get bot- Botox, <laughs> if you're going to get Botox, just get Botox and be like, yeah, I got Botox. Like this is why my forehead doesn't move. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Honestly. if you're going to get lip injections, get lip injections, show off those lips. Like, great. If you're going to get a boob job, let people know. So they don't feel insecure that their boobs don't look perfect. Yeah. You know, it's like, Let's just be, I mean, there's nothing against women getting stuff done. Absolutely. We cannot shame that. We cannot yep. shame women getting plastic surgery because ultimately if it makes them feel better, mm-hmm. great, right? But let's just be open about it so that that other women don't feel insecure if they don't look like this perfect Kim Kardashian version of like what our society tells us we're supposed to be. You know, so I just, I appreciate, we haven't really talked about plastic surgery on the podcast. I just really appreciate you being so open about what you've had done. And, um, and I just, I think that's really valuable for, for women to hear. Thank you. I know it's, it's been a journey because it's like from the moment I was 
I think like eight years old and I would watch Girls Next Door. And that was like my dream was to have huge old knockers. And I've literally since I was eight years old, I was like, I want a boob jump. And <laughs> it just comes down to it. I was actually going to get one earlier this year. And the surgeon was being completely rude to me. And Ew. I know I had already paid. I put the down payment and everything. And then he just switched a flip. And I was like, I don't want someone who is judging me and like being disrespectful to be doing something to my body. Like, I just don't trust that. So I canceled it. I just had these a lot of bad experiences with plastic surgery. And I'm like, it's not meant for me. And like through therapy, I've learned like to think outside the box and not fit like the societal norm. So instead of like looking for the same men, like I would look for these douchebag men who only valued girls looks and that would affect me. Cause I'm like, why don't they like me? But now I'm like thinking outside the box. I'm not looking for the douchebags with like, a bunch of money that can buy me whatever I want. Like that's not what's going to make me happy. Like being with someone that maybe actually cares about me and doesn't fit the societal norms of like being rich or having a nice car, a nice house. Like I'm looking for someone that actually cares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Substance. Yeah. Yeah. So glow. I'm also curious, like as an Asian woman, like how much do you feel that impacts your experiences in dating? Um, I don't know. I haven't, no one's like outwardly told me this, but I feel like, um, I don't have that much. Maybe the people that I'm going after kind of like the more exotic, because mm -hmm. a lot of people ask me, they're like, what are you? Cause I feel like I'm a little bit different looking. So I feel like it makes me stand out. But at the same time, um, I have to have issues because like some of the guys that I date, they do like like a certain type of woman. And I'm like, but I don't fit that. Why do you like me? And mm. then I'll get in my head and then I'll start doing crazy stuff. <laughs> mm. So I, I've just had to remove myself from that. I'm like, I'm a little bit different. I don't have to fit the mold that all the other people he dated looks like. So I feel like I'm a little bit more accepting towards that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I have like friends who are like women of color, either like, you know, black or Latin or Asian. And a lot of them have had like some experiences of like, you know, guys that sort of um, uh, overly kind of like fetishize or sexualize like whatever their ethnicity is or like, you know, like I've, I have friends who are like Asian women who like have dated guys like like white dudes that are flat out like, oh, yeah, like I only date Asian women. You I've know? heard that, too. Is that weird? Uh, have you experienced that? Okay, I actually have one of the craziest stories. Okay, yay, because I was going <laughs> to ask you if you had a crazy story I, to tell. I was going to share this on TikTok, but I'll share it here. Okay. Okay, in Vegas, after that guy danced with that girl and, like, crushed my heart, um, <laughs> I was like, I want to fucking get him back. So, prior to him, um, I had his number, and so I messaged him. I was like, come to this club right now. And we're going to make this guy jealous. I ended up going home with him. Come to find out, I think he had a fetish for Asians. Um, and this is terrible. We got down and dirty. And then he didn't have um, a condom. Like, we had already used it. And so he, we needed another one for some reason. I don't know. I don't remember. But <laughs> this guy went around looking for a a condom 
he like comes back and like opens it and like puts it on and then he's about to enter me and the door busts wide open and his like roommates come in and i like look back and i'm like oh my god he pretended he was like miming putting on a con he didn't even have one he pretended to put it on what? that's called stealthing that's actually a crime in california now really? yeah so it's like e either either you like a guy will sort of like so two people will agree consensually to have sex with a condom as part of the agreement and then if the guy or i guess any partner like sort of secretly removes it without telling the other person or is lying right like there's a couple states now that have like stealthing laws on the books. And there's actually like a lot of colleges and universities that have like oh stealthing laws. Like, because it's yeah. bullshit. Like, and it exposes yeah. your partner to STD risk Absolutely. and pregnancy yeah. risk. And like, yeah. no, I've had a lot of bad experiences with men and STDs. And so I'm like, I'm not going to risk it, especially not in Vegas. Yeah. And oh, fuck yeah. So I was like, what the hell is this? And so he was, he told me, he's like, I just really want to have Asian babies. <gasps> and I was like, you're just using me. I was like, I don't want to have kids. And he's like, well, I make a lot of money. You'll get like $5,000 in child support every month. And I was like, <gasps> I what care. is happening? <laughs> no amount of money is worth me having a child, especially with you. Yeah. Wait, so so oh, wait, hold on. There's so many questions. Wait, okay, okay hold on. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so he's fake putting his condom on. And his friends are still in the background? No, well, his, no. Roommate, his roommates busted in to, like, stop him from doing that to you? Oh, so, no, his, he, first of all, he told me that he was staying by himself. So I, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back to your place. So then what, when we're about to, like, do it again or whatever, he was about to enter me, literally his roommates come in, they barge in, they're like, sorry, we only said we would give you, like, 25 minutes. And so they had just... <laughs> just gave him like a certain amount of time to like do something with me and then they like came into the room just to like go to sleep because it was like late at night okay wait so then they came into the room and that's when you noticed that he was faking the condom thing yes <gasps> oh because it like light because it was like more like the lights came on or something like that well so he was going from behind <laughs> <gasps> look back there i mean you could but i, I just wasn't in i couldn't even lift my head to be honest <laughs> oh my gosh glow this is the best story i've ever heard <laughs> no i'm so thankful that his friends came at the time thank god it was 25 wow. minutes yeah speaking of <laughs> speaking of dodging a bullet right wow yeah. you just dodged a penis yeah i did <laughs> And his little bullet that come out. I'm just yeah. Also, like that's really like I hope. Like, what did you do? What was your reaction? Like when you found out that he was faking it? Um, he, this guy was a little psycho. I was like, what the hell is wrong? I was like, you. He's lied about something. I'm like, you. You're just like a pathological liar. And he's like, well, at least you know who I truly am now. And I was like, oh my gosh. Did you get yeah. the fuck out of there? I did. I left. Good. And that that was it. He, I I think I have him on Snapchat and he'll like message me. He also told me, he also told me that he lived in Pasadena, which is like 20 minutes away from me. And so he was like, I forgot how this got brought up, but after the trip, 
I found out he doesn't even live here. He lives in like New York or something. Like, <gasps> why? Why would you lie about that? Like, he mm. was on a trip. Wow, wow, that's insane. Yeah. Wow. Well. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that story. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. By the way, if, if people enjoyed this, which how could you not? Like, they should follow you on TikTok. Yes, because, so yeah. yeah. So tell us, like, how can our listeners find you? Because they need to hear more stories. Like yeah, this. I have a lot more crazier stories than that. You can follow me on TikTok at G L O S T I K underscore X O. That's also my username across all my social media platforms, Twitter and Instagram. I am up and coming. It's like, <laughs> um, so I'm barely starting to share my story. So come follow me along my journey Love and it. get the inside scoop. <laughs> wow. Well, Glow, thank you so much for coming on. This is an absolute pleasure. I'm so glad we met through that horrible podcast. <laughs> bad YouTube show. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't see this. I don't care. I don't care. Really? I think he I yeah, because like I think he's fine, you know, but I think his ideas are misogynistic and he needs to learn a lesson. And like I I feel bad for the women that he's gonna date, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that we were on together because he mm -hmm. said that he's never even talked about his personal life on the podcast. Yeah, and so yeah. I feel like he maybe kind of like insert a little bit into him, so maybe he might learn from us. But yeah, I like that we pushed him. Yeah, I really yeah. like that we pushed. Well, him. and I think I think he is. Yeah, I, I I think he needs healing. Like I think he. Yeah. I think his stuff around like well, women should know their place and blah blah blah. Like yeah. You know, it comes from an insecurity and like, I can relate to that and stuff like that. But like, I think you're right, though, his his he's playing to an audience of other men who have like really toxic beliefs that, you know, and like so. So he had us. All, I, I, I do feel like now, like we went back and like looked at some of the comments. I, I feel like he brought us on to troll us like he brought us on because he really? knew yeah, like because he knew we felt differently. And basically all those comments were like making fun of all of us. Yeah. You know, which is that, like but yeah. It's Maybe not sad. His viewership, like people are very passionate about women should just be in this place and that's that. So yeah. that was yeah. my understanding. Like his his probably viewership is just toxic men. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, um, Glow, tell us one more time your Instagram and, and your TikTok. It's Glowstick XO. It's G L O S T I K underscore XO. Awesome. All right, Glow, thank you so much for coming on. We'll be in touch. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. Okay, well, Glow, thank you so much for coming on. You guys go follow her on TikTok um, and make sure to follow us on Instagram at underscore Leanna Joan at the real Jared Rodriguez at hello and my podcast. You can find everything from our Patreon, our sponsors, our social media, all of it, all links on our website, www.helloandgoodbyepodcast.com. We've got a rate and review contest going on five stars only. Yes, please. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Jared, Have I hope you had a great time in Cancun. And um, we hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yeah, happy early Thanksgiving. And Fuck first. Um, so eat. What'd you say? Fuck first. Fuck first and then eat? Yeah. 
Okay. This is like a Dan Savage tip. Like you never like on Valentine's Day and on if you're like with a romantic partner or whatever, don't like have a big, huge, heavy meal and a bunch of booze and stuff like that, because then like the sex is going to be that good afterwards. So have sex first. Awesome. Okay, you guys fuck eat. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.